consistency part, man, and the de- and the dedication. That's the that's the hardest part to this. To, to not even with the gym, like this with life, period, man. Because people set small goals, or somebody will set a, a big goal, and I tell people just to set small goals first. Get your small goals, because with that big goal, it's like it seems like you're never gonna get there, right? You're never gonna get there. That that mountain is so hard to climb, and then like once you get halfway there, you're like, dang, I'm not there yet, and it's you kind of lose momentum and you lose morale. But as you hit small goals. Okay, boom, I, I hit this goal, check that off. On to the next one, what's next? I'm ready for the next one. So that's how I do my clients. Every Thanks five all weeks. for tuning in to Dreamcatchers where we make things happen. Dreamcatchers was formally launched to unlock the hidden potential in successful, self-motivated individuals who desire to take their life's work to the next level but need support to evolve. We are a collective group of professionals with various backgrounds that use our talents to assist those individuals in realizing their wildest dreams by providing education, inspiration, and direction. This podcast is where we share the lessons we've learned along the way to catching our dreams and give you some context around the how and the why to each approach to put you further ahead on the journey to catching your dream. Are you ready? Welcome to the Dream Catchers podcast. I'm your host, Jerome, and I got the distinct pleasure of having the big homie Rick Lou on the podcast today, man. Rick, what's been going on, man? This is the fourth December in a row where we've had a conversation like this, man. That's facts, man. I mean, that must mean good things are happening, right? Hey, still free, I can tell. (laughs) You called in, you were at the gym, man. What's been going on? Give the people a little bit of your background, tell them what you got going on. Uh, background, uh, NT State University graduate. Play with my man Jerome uh, on the on the Blue Death defense, man. Uh, graduated with a food nutrition uh, dietetics degree. Uh, used that degree to uh, further work in the hospital and the healthcare uh, area uh, here in Charlotte, North Carolina, for about eight years. Um, wasn't uh, comfortable there because that that wasn't my that wasn't my vision to be there. Uh, so went to the entrepreneurial spotlight, started my own business. Um, from the ground up while working at the hospital. Um, long days, long nights, you know the story, how, how that goes. And uh, built it into what it is now, man, AIP Fitness. Uh, anything is possible fitness. Uh, so it's, I'm going four, four and a half years strong now, man. Four and a half years strong. Um, a lot of opportunities going on outside of fitness. Um, you know, with social media being a big platform for that. And I'm just using all utilities, and I'm just branching arms, man, with, with building relationships with a whole lot of people. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's it, man. Like you said, still free, bro. So tell me, like, what what is what all does AIP Fitness offer? Uh, AIP Fitness offers personal training, um, group training, corporate training. I specialize in all types of training, man. So I don't just stick to one thing. Um, with a sports background that I, that I have and the uh, human anatomy body, I mean, um, uh, education that I have, I can really hit everybody and, you know, not have an excuse not to train anybody. So I train from the elderly um, to little kids, man, who, who are just starting to play sports or whatever, um, house moms, professionals. So it's like a one-stop shop here with me, man. Um, like I said, I do group training. And I'm very picky who I choose to work with. Uh, you don't choose me, I choose you. So that's that's the way that goes. Um, a lot of personal trainers, man, they, 
they get into this business and um, they they end it for like a quick buck, man. You know what I'm saying? So with me, it's about longevity. Uh, I'm not chasing a dollar. I don't need to chase a dollar. I'm about chasing people who are about their health. You know what I'm saying? And about um, their well-being. So my my thing is longevity in the game. I'd rather have a client that's gonna be with me for a little while, um, for the long run. Then rather be, you know, I got a wedding to get ready for four weeks. That's uh, that, that's the ones I turn away. But um, I also have a fitness apparel, apparel line, AIP Fitness Apparel. Um, that's been going on like since I started the business because advertisement is big. So anytime your clients or people who support your business are able to wear your clothing, you're getting advertisement when you're not even there. So that's that. It's not it's, the clothing business. Is not even about making money to me. The clothing business is about advertising when I'm not there. So I got clients in London, man. Uh, uh, shoot, Texas. Wait, uh, how you're in Charlotte? How does that work? Uh, it's online training. Online okay. training. I do online training, man. So with the online training, um, social media, social media, man. So. That's why I try to tell people, yo, use social media as a tool, bro. Like, that is so huge, man. To this day, I still can't believe that. I can't believe it, but it's just it just hits me crazy because it's like, dang, I got a client in London, England, bro. Like, it's crazy. She across the water, man. She getting, she getting the same results as a, as the clients is here. You know what I'm saying? I post her all the time. Her name is Victoria out of London. She gets crazy results, and she just follows the blueprint I lay out for her. So you send them, basically you send them the workout and the nutrition plan and then, you know, they, yep. they do the work, right? Yep. And I check in, I check in on them every week. Um, really, really what's up to me, like every day, bro, like I need, I need you to let me know how you're doing, how you're feeling, um, how your moves are. So and, and through that, just like we're doing now, just like we're uh, through the telephone, that's how we talk. You know wow. what I'm saying? It's just, that, it's just that easy, y'all. Wow. You know, and I, I describe the I describe the exercises to the T. Even if I gotta get on here and for a quick five minutes to show her how to do it, I'll do that. So I guess last week I reached out to Rick and I said, "Man, let's have a conversation about consistency and discipline because I'm seeing so many people put in half the work, want more than half the result, or the whole result, or the result and a half, and." I don't understand where the disconnect is. So you you work with people on a day-to-day basis who are trying to affect the change in their body. And so what do you what's the difference between the people that actually get the results that they want and the people who don't? Those those two words right there, man. Um but one um with the consistency part, man, and the de- and the dedication, that's the that's the hardest part to this. To, to not even with the gym. Like, this with life, period, man, because people set small goals or somebody will set a, a big goal. And I tell people just to set small goals first. Hit your small goals. Because with that big goal, it's like it seems like you're never going to get there, right? You're never going to get there. That that mountain is so hard to climb. And then, like, once you get halfway there, you're like, dang, I'm not there yet. And it's you kind of lose momentum and you lose morale. But as you hit small goals, okay, boom. I hit this goal, check that off, on to the next one, what's next, I'm ready for the next one. So that's how I do my clients. Every five weeks we take pictures. We'll take pictures on the first day, we'll take pictures on the fifth week, and from that, from those, from that fifth week, you see, oh man, I made this much, like this much trans- transformation, I can't wait to the next week. Like they're excited, every five weeks, 
they're excited to see what's 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 coming next. You know what I'm saying? So that part on my with me being a personal trainer um, and a coach is make sure that I hold them accountable for being consistent. Um, the dedication part, dedication is totally up to that person. Now, with my clients, the dedication is me. It starts with me personally. If you see that I'm out here getting it every day, no excuses, then that's that's gonna make you feel a little guilty. It's gonna make you put put in the effort to be okay. Well, my trainer is getting it in every day, all day. I have no excuses. You know what I'm saying? So I gotta get it done because I only work out with him two, three days a week. And he's working out six or seven days a week. So I, I keep them understanding, man. I have to, it starts with me. Every everybody knows, even with sports, it starts from the top. You see what I'm saying? So with that, if you're the leader of any company, if you're the leader of any organization, you have to be the, the pillar. You have to be the snake, the, the, the head of the snake. It starts with you. So the dedication part, that's that's what I think. It starts with the person at the top, then it trickles down to your clients. So you lead them by example. Lead by example, man. You got to, if you if you walk the walk, you got to talk. You know what I'm saying? Talk, you got to walk it, baby. That's his point blank period. It was funny. One day you were like, if your trainer doesn't look the way that you want to look, why would you ever hire him as a trainer? Facts. Like, Facts. you got to actually live the message, right? You got to, man. You got to. And I see so much of that, man. And, and no shade on any trainer or whatever like that. But not even saying you got to be G.I. Joe-ish looking, you know what I'm saying? But if you have a craft that you're working at, at least practice your craft, man. You know what I'm Practitioner. Saying? Right, right, bro. You know what I'm saying? You got to have that. You got to have that. Not to say you got to have a look. You don't have to look like me or anybody else, but just look like you're working your craft. If you're a doctor, you know what I'm saying? If you're a doctor, I want. I need you to look like a doctor. You're not going to come in with the with the starter jacket on in the office saying that you're a doctor, right? You, I need you on your lab coat. I need, I need you with your, the joint around your neck. You look like a doctor, man. Put the uniform on. <laughs> all right. So, I mean, what do you what do you tell the people who say, "All right, Rick, I'm gonna do come do this workout, but I'm not gonna do the meal plan. I'm still eating McDonald's. I'm still drinking sweet tea. I, I want these changes, but I'm not willing to make the sacrifice, bartering, you know, the price of admission to get what they want." Well, I'm not. See, I'm not taking that person on, though. So I don't I don't run I don't run into that because that consultation we sit down we talk about all that. See if that if that's the problem that you've been having over the years, obviously leading up to this point, I'm talking to you about this all of this consultation. We're sitting down, we're talking about everything at the consultation before I even take you on. I don't just the way I operate, it's not like, okay, well, you wanna start with me, okay, you're gonna start on the first, meet me at the gym. Nah, we're, we're, we're going to have a sit-down consultation for about 30, 45 minutes. We're going to talk about everything, covering injuries, uh, meal plan, uh, the, the work that you do, everything. We're covering everything, man. If you got any type of past injuries, you know, et cetera, et cetera, we're talking about everything there. So with that consultation, that, that further lets me know if I should take you on or not. Because I ask certain type of questions to to um without the person knowing, without even being nosy or letting that person know that, look, um, you may be a fit for me, you may not be a fit for me. Because everybody's not a fit for everybody. That's just real. 
You see what I'm saying? So with, with that, if you're telling me, you know, I have trouble with fast food and I just can't give up McDonald's, even though we, you know, we're going to train, I'm going to still eat it. Well, at this point, I don't think we're a good fit. Because I'm going to be the type of guy, bro, like I'm, I'm texting you. I'm going to ask you to send me what you eat. Um, I'm looking on your social media to see what you post. Oh, I'm big. I'm big on that, bro. Any any of my clients can tell you that I will look on these stories if they out on vacation or they or they out just chilling for the night. I need to see what you eat because I'm I'm gonna be able to tell in your workouts the next day. Accountability. Oh man. Oh, all day. And they and they that's what it's about, man. Like I wouldn't be doing my job if, if I wasn't doing that. And it's not even me lurking anything like that. That's me. Okay, now you've been busting your tail this whole. Whatever amount of time, and now you're doing this. I could tell. I could tell if you're sluggish. You you know that, dog. You play sports, man. I right. Could tell right. Sluggish. If you, I, I could tell what you've been doing. Like I had one this morning, uh, five fifteen in the morning, with fifteen minutes into the workout. She's like, I'm about. I think I'm about to throw up. So you had a bad weekend, didn't you? And she just looked at me, and she was like, I can't even say nothing to you because I did. On Saturday, I had like four sodas. I messed up. I messed up. So I, I can tell. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and they feel guilty because they know that you that you care for them. You know what I'm saying? Right. That you care for their progress. So once you put that type of effort into your clients, man, they they'll run through a wall for you, bro. It's like if you're a coach for, for any sports team, you'll run through a wall for a coach. You would have ran through a wall for Lee. After Lee gave one of his speeches, you, you run through a wall for <laughs> So what, tell me, man, like, how'd you get to the point where you didn't, you wouldn't just take anybody? Like, how did you get to the place in your business where it's like, I get to pick who's going to be getting services from me versus the other way around? Um, lessons. Uh, early on, I did that. That's what I did. I was just, you know, trying to build up my roster trying to build my business up. So I would take on uh, I would take on about anybody. And at, at that point, who wanted, wanted to train with me. There was a lot of people that wanted to train with me. So at that time, if you was able to fit in that schedule, my work my work schedule, which was 6.30 to 6.30 at the hospital. So if you can come, if I can get you in the morning at 5, or if I can get you in the evening at 7.30 through 10 o'clock, 10.30, then I would have took you. But as time went on, I, I was just learning the business of, okay, well, this person is not going to be accountable because they keep calling out. So I sat down for, for a while, man, just wrote out some things, um, ages. All right, so let's start with the ages. So where's the, the problem is that, okay, so th these ages, 18 through 23, 24, I shouldn't take these people on. Number one, because they don't have any responsibility. They look at personal training as a luxury, uh -huh. not, a priority, not a priority. So at that age, 18, 23, you're not really worried about, you know, health at that age. You, can, you still kind of eat what you want to eat. Um, those are like college years. You see what I'm saying? So you're not looking at a personal trainer as a priority or on your list of bills, do power, uh, mortgage, rent, for the, I mean, uh, car payment. You're not looking at it like that. Now, that's how I eliminated that. So I don't train anybody 18 to 25. So my range is right now is from 26 
and up. Unless it's a kid whose parent is paying for them. That's totally different. You know what I'm saying? So, and most of the time, at that point, I'm training their parents. I'm training the parent and the kid at the same time. So, that eliminated that part. Then, I got to thinking about, okay, well, I need to work with clients that are um, financially responsible. Um, I'm not, I don't need them to have all the money in the world, but you need to put me on your list of priorities. You see what I'm saying? So, that in that space, that's when I got to be like, okay, well, now I can pick and choose who I work with. Um, right. And it's that at that point, you become, you become exclusive. Everybody wants to work with you, but everybody can't work with you. So and that only makes people want to work with you more. Hey guys, back in 2016, me and the team decided to formalize Dreamcatchers as an organization that could help people achieve their wildest dreams. If this is you, Please visit our website at dreamshouldbereal.com in order to find out the details of our services and how we can help you become a dream catcher. Talk to you soon. Right. So your client list probably dropped initially when you made this shift. Big, big time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It dropped. It dropped. Um, but that, that was a loss I was, I was willing to have because it really wasn't doing nothing but wasting me time anyway, bro, because I would go to the gym and these people not showing up. You see what I'm saying? Now that energy could have been used toward me finding somebody else, working with somebody else, um, giving somebody a free session to let them know what I do, and then you know have them as a as a client. So I, I just look at that as a lesson. You know what I'm saying? Drop maybe five, six people drop off, but now I look back on it. That was a lesson well learned, man, because my roster is, is at a good 30, 30 plus with uh not include my online training. Nice. And it's nice. consistent. That's a solid business right there. And it's consistent. No no drop-off. And it's, I have a waiting list, like, for real. And it only gets it only gets better. So with the more exposure that I get via social media, all this, it only makes things things bigger. So what, what happened in your world where you – you ended up in this place where you had this consistency and discipline as a lifestyle, right? This this isn't fly by night. This isn't something you put it on. This is the way you live. So, no. how did you cultivate that? Man, that's been that's been since I was younger. I, I've always lived on the schedule, always since I was playing sports since I was eight. So it's always been a schedule: football, school, basketball, school. Summertime, AAU basketball, uh, schedule, boom, boom, boom. There's never been a time of lacking. So college, you already know how that schedule was. That was a job, bro. Like, so that's four more years of that. So all that did was, okay, now you're in the real world, um, step two real world, college real world, step two real world. Now you got a job. Now you have to, you know, you got a family. So you got to every, – every bit of time is – I, what I do, I hate to waste a minute. I, I really do, man. I, I hate to be unproductive, not doing anything. That bugs me. That that drives me crazy, man. If I have any time where I'm not doing anything, I get the relaxing part where you got to sit back and relax a little bit. But if I have a day, which is rare, that I'm not doing anything, that just bugs me, bro. So the consistent part, working out. Man, if I have a slot to where, like, for example, I have a 5.15 or 6.15 and then I don't have anybody until 9 o'clock, I'm going to work out. 
I'm not wasting that in between time. I'm going to work out. I'll, I'll push out everything I got to do within those two hours or hour and a half, and then I'll get back to my work. Because then there's more time in the day I can fill that spot up with something else. I can run an errand or something. I can have lunch with my daughter. You see what I'm saying? Things like that. So just being consistent and staying on staying on the schedule is huge for me, man. When you look at the way that you live your life and people talk about, hey, man, it's too rigorous. There's, there's too much going on. And you see the people who are free, right? They just do whatever with their time. Do you see a big difference in the amount of productivity you have and the, I guess, the amount that you enjoy your life compared to them? Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. One, one I'm enjoying life because I do what I want to do and I do it. I'm free. Like, you know what I'm saying? They ain't, I don't have a boss. I don't have, I don't have nobody to answer to. I'm, I'm my business. You see what I'm saying? So. I I can't explain it, man. Like it's I sit back and think about it sometimes. Like from what I from what I was, I was talking to my wife about this the other night. Like from what I was to what what we are now, like it's crazy, bro. Like how you was an employee, but I've never should have been an employee. But God take you through steps and have you learn things. And I definitely definitely appreciate you know what I'm saying what I went through. Because that only made what I do now even more better, man. When I hear stories about employees and corporate work and all this, bro, I'd be like, I don't even hit it. Like, I, I've been there, done that. Like, I'm so carefree, yo. Like, I, I can sit down and at Chipotle at like 12 o'clock and eat, no rush. You know what I'm saying? I could just. Two bowls. Just You're not eating one bowl. You're eating two bowls at Chipotle. Dude. <laughs> with extra meat. <laughs> taking, my, taking my time with it too, bro, if I need to. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's a big difference, though. But all that leads back to the buildup from the eight years at the hospital, uh, going through those days of uh, four, getting up at 4 a.m., that grind for, for three years, you know what I'm saying, with no sleep, three years, I mean, three hours of sleep per day. We're talking about Sunday through Sunday. The same, the same, like, people don't see the behind-the-scenes work that you do. People don't see you getting up early in the morning when it's dark. People are still asleep. Still sleep. Getting up so early with birds is not even up. That's how early. And the thing is, I still get up, I, I still operate like that to this day, though. Because I find myself more productive if you get up, excuse me, if you get up early, get your work done and over with, and you become... You become more accessible to clients because you have clients that go to work at 8 o'clock, 7 o'clock, and you're able to train them at 5 o'clock. Okay, well, then I can go to this train because you can train at 5. Other trainers told me they'll start until 8 o'clock. Nah, I'm going to start at 5. That separates me from everybody else. You see what I'm saying? So that's that's another big thing. You know what I'm saying? So I'll sacrifice some sleep for that. That's no problem because by the time everybody gets up go to work, I'm done. That's wild. That's wild. So over the course of this journey, has there ever been a time when you're like, man, this is this is harder than I expected it to be. It'd just be easier for me to go back and get a job? Not at all. Not at all. I've been man, I've been through so much harder things than this. This is this is nothing, y'all. I mean, I'll be sleeping some days, but it's just sleep it's just sleepiness, bro. There's nothing I've I've been doing more pain in sports than than what I do now. You know what I'm saying? Or what I've what I've done to build the business, you know what I'm saying? So um, 
No, I, I would never. I never had that thought ever in my mind. It was. It's more been about what can I do more to push my business. There's always something like I'm always having my wheels turning. Like, what can I do more, more, more? And then I have to sit back and realize, yo, like you've done, you've done a lot thus far. But because I get those Facebook memories sometimes on my phone, I'll be like, damn, man, it's been like the years go by so fast because your your head is to the ground and you grinding and you're not looking up. You see what I'm saying? You just grinding, you grinding. And once you look up, you look back at those pictures and those memories. It's like, dang, it's 2014 when I started. You know what I'm saying? Far come. Yeah, man. Yeah, so it's it's big, man. God is great. Just forgive me the vision. You see what I'm saying? And the and the and the the um courage just to jump out there and um you know get it done, bro. And set just set the tone. So where's AIP Fitness going? As going as far as as far as uh as, there is no limit, man. Really, there's no limit. I know we talk about this every December, man, and. It's, it's it's going good, man. I just did like a modeling gig um, in Miami this past week, uh, so that's going to open up doors. I, I did that to open up doors for more opportunities. Um, so you're looking at opportunities for you know commercials like Champs and Nike, Reebok, things like that. So you know I I kind of had to get out of, out of my comfort zone to do that, but that's the same thing leading back to building a business that was uncomfortable. So I had to go through that again to go, you know, to open up some more doors for 2020 because it's about being in relationships, man, and, and being uncomfortable. And being uncomfortable is the best place that you can be at. It's the best place that you can be at because you, you have no choice but to fight it. You see what I'm saying? Come on. It's like, being like uncomfortable is the best place you can be? Come on. Nobody wants to be uncomfortable. Being uncomfortable is the best place you can be, bro. <laughs> it's the best place you can be because, hey, look, you got either – Get down or down, lay down. What you gonna What you gonna do? What you gonna do? You got that five hundred on your back in the squat rack. You gonna You gonna get down there. You gonna You gonna push it up. That's <laughs> what you gonna do. You got the five hundred on your back. Wrong. What you gonna do, bro? You, you gotta gonna stand up, man. You, gonna stand you can't up. fold under the pressure. That's you it. Know? You can't crumble. That's it, man. That's it, bro. So that's the thing, yo. You can't You can't crumble, yo. And the thing about it is, and and and. The, Everybody wants to be an entrepreneur nowadays. It's cool, Everybody. right? It's trendy. Bruh, bruh. Everybody wants to be an entrepreneur. Everybody wants to flex for social media, but nobody wants to do the work. The work. So it's nobody. actually work on the backside of what you're doing? There's a lot of work. There's a lot of work. The work that doesn't get seen. Everybody sees the videos and everybody sees that, but they don't see the actual work where, you know, you got to get your ass up and, Four o'clock in the morning, hit that alarm about three times, hit the snooze button. You know what I'm saying? Have your old lady like, yo, get up. When you know when she does that, anyway, she be sleeping at the time. Sleeping right up. through it. Right. <laughs> so, what's the one thing you want people to take away from this conversation, right? Man, the one thing I want y'all to take away from it, man, is about like we started with consistency and dedication, man. If you if you have those two pillars as the foundation. Of you, of you starting a business or you starting anything, man, just life in general, you know, just be consistent with anything that you do and be dedicated to it. If you start something, finish it, y'all. If you start something, finish it, man. If you put those, I'm telling you, if you put those two things together, consistency and dedication, you, you're going to win. You're going to win. You just got to see things through. 
it's going to be some dark times. That's a guarantee. It's going to be some dark times. There's three things in life that's going to happen, y'all. Well, four. Uh, you, you, you're born. You pay taxes. There's going to be some hard times in life. Point blank, period. There, there is no denying that. Nobody goes through life in a straight road. There's curves in it. You know what I'm saying? And four is you're going to die. Those are guarantees. So once you accept those four guarantees, then you can start to play your life and live your life, man. I mean, it's, it, it is what it is, yo. You got to live your life, but you got to be consistent and you got to have that dedication to whatever it is that you do, yo. So what do you do in the dark times? What do you do when it's hard? Uh, one, pray. And then after I pray, I get to work. You know what I'm saying? So there's no need to have excuses. That's a pet peeve of mine. I can't stand excuses, yo. Can't and no excuses. Pray to God. Let them know the problem. Ask them, ask them for the help. Then you go do the work. Go do the work, yo. Um, if things are down, if if your if your bag is low, you go 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 do something to get the bag up. You know what I'm saying? Like if your problems in life is happening. Go do something to, to to make it happen. You don't have to sit there and soak. Sit there and soak and it's not going to do nothing. One, you're wasting time. That's time you that you're going to be doing something productive. I'm, big, I'm telling you, I'm big on that, man. There's, there's, there's something you, you can do to make it better. Make it better. You know what I'm saying? By, by sitting around and soaking and having that negative energy, you're going to lose. That's it. So in dark times, man, just pray about it and, and get to work and, and make it happen, y'all. No excuse. Man, I appreciate it, bro. Um, guys, if you made it to this point of the podcast, you love what you're hearing, do us a favor, share it, like it, and give us a written review so we can get more listeners to hear what's going on with the Dreamcatchers podcast. Rick, I can't wait to check in with you again next year. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Find out what AIP is doing and what's new with you. Yes, sir. Until next time, man. Be good. All right. Bet, man. Have a good one, dog. Thank you for joining the tribe today. We would love to hear from you. Please don't forget to rate, like, and share. Perhaps someone you know could benefit from what we've discussed. Until the next time, remember that your dreams should be real.